this Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. Let's give some figelegele for the one who truly rose from the dead. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now tell your neighbor, Happy Resurrection Day. Um, but it's, if there's any, something that uh, is worth celebrating more than once, actually worth celebrating every single day, all the time, it's the resurrection of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. And because he, he rose again, all of us who were dead have also arisen together with him in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, today's a, uh, we're going to use the opportunity of Easter to uh, do something uh, very special today. I'm actually quite excited uh, about the program that we have for today. This will be a, an Easter like no other. Uh, we're introducing a, a special project today. We have some special, <clears throat> special guests who's with us, who's going to be uh, sharing and explaining, uh, and everybody is going to be leaving the house of God today with a homework assignment. Uh, but believe me, this homework assignment we're taking today, it's from the Lord himself. And we've been praying, and I feel that the Lord has really brought us to such a time as this, and uh, uh, really, really uh, grateful for what the Lord has for us. Let's go to I Isaiah chapter 58, please. Isaiah chapter 58. Um, in this chapter, God is chiding his people uh, and kind of bringing to their attention the kind of fasting that they had been involved with. And he was actually saying that, you know, that the type of fasting that you are doing and the type of fasting that I have commanded and I have ordered is not the same. And he's trying to use this, these words to paint a picture of how far their uh, definition of fasting is from, from God's definition and what God actually intended to happen through the fast. And as you know, this season for us in this country and, and many believers all over the world, it's a time of, of, of fasting. And leading up to Easter, it's the big fast in the, in the Ethiopian calendar as well as many other Christian traditions as well. Um, and the Lord says this, let's just, it's kind of long, but I just, uh, two, three verses here in in. Act, in uh, uh, chapter 58, verse 6. We're going to read from verse 6 uh, to 8. Uh, he says this, is, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke. To set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry? And to provide the poor wanderer with shelter. When you see the naked to clothe him and not turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. I'm going to stop right there. Praise the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that uh, you would... Just finished what you started, Father God, and accomplish your perfect will among us today. I give you praise, Father God, that it's not me speaking, but you are speaking through this vessel of clay. And I pray, Father God, that you would stir something in the hearts of your people, not just to receive something, but to give something. 
not just to have something done for them, but to do something. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. The thing I wanted us to emphasize here, I wanted us to look at the end of verse 7. It says, uh, um, and do, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. And not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Um, I think the question I would like to pose everybody, and I'm not going to ask anybody to raise your hand or talk back to me, but just to process this within yourself. If I was to ask you today, who is your flesh and blood? What is your, your answer? Don't say anything. Don't raise your hand. Just think about what first comes to your mind. Uh, it's an important question because how we answer it, it can result in either the complete tearing down of this nation or the complete building up of this nation, depending on how we answer that question. Hmm? Uh, according to our biological and fleshly history, flesh and blood is our peoples, our community, our family, our color, our tribe, our language, our region. Amen? Somebody say amen. amen. For your region. But what God is showing us here is that your flesh and blood is actually the hungry, the naked, and the, the, the poor wanderer. And as we take care to feed the naked, the hungry, and put the poor wanderer back into shelter, uh, we are taking care of not some strange people, some poor people over there. We're taking care of our own flesh and blood. Uh, maybe you've come in here uh, with other sentiments, and I would like to apologize ahead of time. Maybe you came to the wrong house. Because we don't take our identity definitions from our biological history. We take our identity from what thus says the Lord. And we have been saved because God saw beyond uh, uh, the, the surface level and saw something of value. Hallelujah. And he picked that up. And he said, let me redeem this. And, and, and it behooves us to do the same at the very least for others. Come on, somebody. And, and so when God accepts us in this way, but we start picking and choosing, there's something missing. It's not the true kind of fasting. It's not what God has, has ordered of us. Hallelujah. And, and so this Sunday is unique because we're going to do something for our family. Um, but but the, the truth is, this is Resurrection Sunday. This is the day we remember everything that God did for us. That when Jesus rose from the dead, we rose with him. It's the, it's the victory day for the church. Amen? But I think this Sunday I want to add a twist to Resurrection Sunday. Uh, whereas we do not only just celebrate what has been done for us, but we also take that same love, take that same grace that has been bestowed upon us, take that same, same acceptance that we have in God and extend that to others. I think that's when the meaning of the cross finds full purpose. It comes full circle. Not when it stops with us, but when it flows through us. Amen? Now, uh, uh, I was reminded that uh, I went to Israel uh, on two occasions. And uh, I, I really enjoyed my time there. Not largely because of just the re-education of everything. Because when you grow up reading the Bible, you develop mental pictures of how everything is. Right? And then when you go and actually see how things are, it kind of mess with your thinking. So actually, I literally couldn't sleep every night because everything that I thought was so different, you know? 
And you just pick that up and put that all night long. But I learned something that I learned that you can only learn if you've been there. Um, there are two large uh, bodies of water in Israel. The first is the Sea of Galilee. The second is the Dead Sea. The Sea of Galilee is a freshwater lake. It has lots of uh, fish. It's very fresh. Jesus hung out there, so it's good. Jesus walked on that water, so you know there's something about that. It's, it's fresh water. It gives life. It provides income and food and support for the whole, the whole re region. 80% of Jesus' ministry took place in the Galilee. The Dead Sea, Jesus never went to the Dead Sea. Actually, nobody went to the Dead Sea. It's just like the name suggests. It is dead. It is a salt sea. There's not one single fish that you will find living in that sea. If you do find it, it is extremely lost. Hmm? Now, the thing about these two seas is both of them take their water from the same source. It's the, 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 the Mount Hermon in the north of the mountain. It's the highest peak in, in Israel. The snow and the dew and the rain falls on it, and it starts to roll down the mountain just like some other rivers that flow from the top of the glorious peaks of some regions and go north to some other places that I'm not going to go any further than that. You do the math yourself, all right? But that river, it, 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 that water, it flows south from north-south, and it becomes the Jordan River. And the Jordan River flows into the Sea of Galilee. And the Jordan River fills the Sea of Galilee and then it flows, continues flowing south of the Sea of Galilee and it goes all the way, cuts through the land of Israel and it goes and empties into the Dead Sea. So it's the same source for both of these bodies of water, both of them. Now the question is, is how is it that both of these have the same source but one has fresh water and one has, has, has dead water? Dead water? Salt water. Hmm? Actually, I swam in both of them, and I can attest that it's true. One is very, very fresh, and the other one is very, very salty. It's actually, you can't even sink in the Dead Sea because of the salt content. It makes you float. And I, I remember reading that if you swim in there, you cannot sink because of the salt content, and I wanted to disprove it. And so when I got there, I said, hallelujah. You know, you've been waiting for this for a long time. And I said, <gasps> And then I saw a sign after that says, please do not submerge yourself under the water because your salt, salt content can really mess with your eyes. And I found that statement to be true as well. Hallelujah. All right. But, but the idea is that how can one be salty and one be fresh if the source is the same? And this is the reason why. It's because the Sea of Galilee, it both receives the water and it also gives the water. The Dead Sea only receives but it does not give. On this Easter Sunday, we can be one of two bodies of water. <laughs> we can either receive and say, hallelujah, thank you for what you've done, or we can become a conduit of the very blessing that we have received. And I think we become living, we become full of life, not just when we receive everything that has been done for us, but what we have been receiving, we also give. And I think Musa was speaking prophetically today. He said, he who has been forgiven much also loves much. Hallelujah. This Sunday is a Sunday to love much. We have a project that God has brought before us, and this is a project that all of us are going to sign up for on this Easter Sunday. And we're going to march this project all the way down to Ethiopian Easter, Easter to Easter project. And we're going to roll up our sleeves, and we're going to make some noise, and we're going to be a blessing to somebody. Amen, amen? Now, the project is, is, is very simple. 
and it's very easy for everybody to participate in. And, and we've decided, uh, and I've been also in Manaba, of course, they're not here, but we've been on the phone with them and they've said, go ahead, push this thing, it's of the Lord. As you are aware of, we are in the midst of a lot of challenging times as a, as a nation. Almost every day, every other day, there's some kind of news that's uh, troublesome. And many times as the church, it becomes difficult to know what to do or how to respond because the mixed messages are so contrary. And if we run with one, it could be true, it could not be true. But Bicha the Lord really helped us to narrow a small window where we can really be a blessing to some people who are in very serious and dire need right now in the north, in the region of Tigray. And we have agreed to partner with some uh, organizations who are very, very good at this and have been doing this for a long time. And we as a church are going to create a movement, make some noise and get some help to people that need it right now. Um, I, I, I'm going to end my preaching here because we have people who's going to take it from here. I'm going to call them up. Many of you already know uh, Edward Brown. Edward Brown has been a member of our church together with the whole family for about five years now. And uh, we've been just as much blessed uh, by their presence. Uh, Edward is also, we're, 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 we're brothers. We also go to the same school in the UK. He's a little bit ahead of me. But... Uh, uh, the Lord has really given us a tremendous fellowship. Edward also is the country director for World Vision here in Ethiopia. And uh, him and his organization have been working uh, on similar projects all across the country for years. You all are, if you don't know World Vision, particularly in this country. Um, yeah. So this is the man behind that. And I've been able to talk with him. Uh, we also have going to be partnering with the Food for the Hungry as well. And I'm so honored to have Trisha here with us from Food for the Hungry Country Director. And uh, so the, the, the big guns have come for this Easter Sunday. And so today I want to send a message also to them to show them that the church is a great partner to help and support the needs that you are fighting and to take us even as a partner for future uh, events because we are not the Dead Sea in this church in Jesus' name. And if we came as the Dead Sea, eh, we're going to leave as the, the Galilee, Sea of Galilee today. Amen? We're life-giving people because we have received much. So thank you for coming. Tricia, it's an honor to have you. I'm going to ask Edward to come and just share uh, some things that's on his heart and uh, to show us the areas of need so that we can participate. Can we welcome uh, Edward Brown today uh, to the pulpit? It's such an honor and a privilege, especially on Easter Sunday, to, to stand here. Uh, World Vision's actually had our day of prayer in in this church over the last three years, but uh, to, to stand here on, on a Sunday, and especially Easter Sunday, it's not something I take lightly. Uh, I was here at the earlier service and had the benefit of Pastor Z standing next to me and translating after every sentence, which is wonderful because then you have time to think what you're going to say next. Amen? <laughs> but uh, I'm just believing the Lord will, will speak to me and through me and, and to the body of Christ because I really do believe he has a message as as Pastor Z said, it feels like he's bringing a lot of different people uh, into this church for such a time as this, as well as into this nation. Uh, in addition to Trish, we have so many people who serve in this church, but also serve in Ethiopia. I see Felix there. He serves with the United Nations, and we have so many other people who come to this church um, 
to be fed spiritually and who professionally were here to, to serve the nation. So uh, it's amazing how God works, how God brings us together for times like these. And uh, as you said, it's wonderful in Ethiopia. We get two chances at everything, isn't it? Uh, we get Ferengi Christmas, then we get the real Christmas. We get Ferengi Easter, then the real Easter. We get New Year's. And so God is a God of second chances, and, and I'm seeing this as, as a second chance. Amen? As Pastor Z said, I kind of feel like he's my brother. Uh, different mother, but same father. Amen? And from the time we, we came here as a family, we just felt like we were among family with you all. And it's, we've, been, um, we've been to many churches over many years. I've served with World Vision for 22 years and, and have, have been in different churches. But this one is really quite unique in that sense of, of family and relationship and connection. And so, again, I think God is going to use this church and, and this time to really do something amazing. Just to introduce myself, um, I'm 49 years old, 7 times 7, I'm turning 50. Uh, I won't tell you who's older between me and Pastor Z, but it's, it's very, very close. Uh, I've been married for 18 years to my beautiful wife, who's sitting right there. Um, and we met in Angola uh, when I was serving there. And we've had two beautiful daughters. Uh, one daughter's about to turn 16, and another one's nine. And uh, to me, that's my first job, is, is father and husband. Can I get an amen from all the men? Yeah. And it's, it's a privilege to, to be head of household. It's a privilege to uh, raise children in Africa. I think I was born in the United States, but God knew I was going to spend most of my adult life in Africa. Amen? So I just want to talk a little bit professionally about uh, World Vision and what we're doing in this country and what other organizations are doing you know, in partnership with the church, in partnership with government organizations, other NGOs, and the United Nations. Uh, so I'll give you a few statistics, a few facts, uh, but then I'll share a few stories because I think that's how God communicates to his people. Amen? So before November, we, World Vision had 82 staff in Tigray. Uh, they have stayed there throughout uh, since then, and we've uh, added to their ranks. Now there's well over 100 uh, World Vision staff serving in Tigray, and by next month we'll probably have over 300 staff. Uh, thank God on Friday we got good news that we got an additional over $7 million in funding from the U.S. government as well as from the United Nations, and we are expecting more in the weeks ahead as we've submitted quite a few proposals. Uh, we've already mobilized millions of dollars and spent millions of dollars to assist over 770,000 people in the Tigray region, uh, primarily with emergency food, water, sanitation, health, shelter, non-food items, protection uh, services for children and women, as well as even cash so that people can buy what they need the most in, in areas where they're able to, to buy things. Uh, but I, again, I'm not here to talk about numbers. I'm more here to talk about people. And uh, it was amazing. Uh, God gave a word to Pastor Z last night about people. You know, there's a lot of different ways we can talk about the situation in Ethiopia, but it comes down to people. It comes down that we're all daughters and sons of the Most High God. We are all human beings. We are all made from the dirt with God's breath of life. We're made in His image. Amen. I dare say one act of kindness is more powerful than a hundred acts of cruelty. Amen? And I, I've seen it again and again. I, 
I've heard testimonies of people who, who survived because of the generosity and the kindness and the courage of others, even people from different ethnicities, different walks of life. As they were fleeing, someone would give them a lift, even, even if they knew if, if they were stopped, uh, it, it could be their own life. But, but, but human beings, we have that common connection, I think, that transcends it. And even though, yes, uh, this world is full of evil, I also believe in, in, in the kindness, especially in the heart of Christ that, that resonates with us. And as we remember on, on Easter of all days, that, that life is more powerful than death, that good is more powerful than evil, that forgiveness is more powerful than bitterness and revenge. Amen? When I came here five years ago, almost exactly five years ago, uh, God gave me a verse. It was Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, and I didn't know why he gave it to me. It seemed rather random at the time. It's Joseph talking to his brothers. At the end, after their father had died, the brothers were worried that he would take revenge because they had plotted to kill him, and then they sold him into slavery. And they, they couldn't imagine that he would forgive them, especially now that he was prime minister of Egypt and had all this power. So they told him the story, oh, you know, dad said, don't mess with us. And it broke his heart because even after all the kindness and generosity he had shown them, they were still worried about revenge. They were still uh, trying to protect themselves from what they assumed would be his power and his, his uh, hatred of them. But he said, no, no, no. Don't you understand what... The devil meant for evil, God used for good, for the saving of many lives. Amen? I believe that verse applies to Ethiopia at such a time as this. Amen? So again, all the devil can do is lie. All he can do is kill and destroy. But God is a God of life. And, and, and when the devil tries to do something evil... Uh, that can only last as long as good people do nothing. And I'm reminded, particularly this Easter weekend, you had Judas who betrayed Jesus. And at that point, the devil probably thought he won, didn't he? Ah, yeah, we, uh, Jesus is hanging on that cross. But he didn't realize that Jesus had the power over death. And that what the devil meant for evil, uh, in Judas's heart, God would use for good. And I, I, again, I believe God's doing that in this country. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a politician. I'm not an economic analyst. But what I do know is that as followers of Christ, he uses us. He uses us on an individual level, on a personal level, and as, as the body of Christ. And so... To me, it's not about how much money is raised, but it's more about how many, how many people's consciousness is raised and hearts are open to the fact that we're all human beings. We're all in this together. Amen? So I'm just going to pray and then ask Hannah uh, to come forward and, and take it from there. Our Lord and our God, we just thank you that you are risen, and that you are now at the right hand of the Father, 
And Holy Spirit, that you intercede on our behalf with groanings that can't even be uttered. Sometimes we don't know what to pray for because we don't know what's happening. It's, it's confusing. It's chaotic. It's, it's beyond our imagination. And, and this has been a rough year uh, between COVID and conflict and uh, locusts. And so many things have, have attacked this country, have tried to bring death and destruction to this country. But we're still standing. We're still here in your house and we just pray that you raise up an army, not of soldiers, but of prayer warriors, of people who give. Giving is a powerful, powerful thing. Giving is, is more powerful than taking. Uh, as, as Pastor Z said, with the metaphor of the Dead Sea and the Sea of Galilee, let us be a sea of life. Let us be a sea that multiplies life, that multiplies love, that multiplies giving in ways beyond what we can ask or even think, Lord. We don't know what you're going to do here, but clearly you've put things on the hearts of your people, and we just want to be obedient to that call and to that cry, Lord God. We pray for people who are suffering now across this country, Lord, that, that you would keep their hearts soft and open towards you and that you would keep us our hearts soft and open to them because sometimes it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like too much. What can one person do? But we can do all things through Christ who strengthened us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, so I'm here to just kind of give you a briefing on what that looks like, what Edward just um, shared, and in practice and on the ground how we're going to be partnering uh, with uh, World Vision and Food for the Hungry and uh, make a difference, basically. So for the past week, uh, we've been working on different platforms so that people can be engaged, so that people can help, so that people can know and be aware of what's going on and be aware of how they can help and how they can plug in. And I, I know and I understand that some of most of the struggle that we go through in this situation is what can I do? Like, as one person, how can I help? How can I make a difference? Uh, consuming all the information that we get every day, it's so over, for me at least personally, it was so overwhelming to get all that information and to know as one person, what can I possibly do? Or how can I possibly make a difference or make this better? And I am so grateful that God gave us an opportunity uh, to actually do something and to actually be something in, in this situation. So we have uh, created a website. We've also created a, a Telegram channel. We've also created an Instagram account uh, so that people can be constantly updated on what's going on. Uh, the name for this movement, uh, we have named it Leso uh, because like Pastor Z and Edward said, uh, we are all humans and at the end of the day, we're all we're all children of God. So that's all that matters. So uh, that's one of the major things that we want to voice as a church and as a community of God is that we are all humans and we're all children of God. Uh, so there is a website, Instagram. All of them are the Instagram and Telegram. It's at Lesau Ethiopia. So they all have the same profile picture. It's a white background with Lessa written in Amharic. And also the link to the website is also on the profile. So if you uh, go check all these links, you will find 
uh, all the information that you will need um, about this movement and how you can plug in and how you can help. It's all written down on the website. Uh, the links to the um, Instagram page and Telegram as well is on the website. So we would like to encourage you to share this with anybody that you know. Uh, we want to make this movement as big as we can so, so that everybody can hear it and so that everybody can be aware because as a community, we all have to come together and stand with our people in times of need. So we'd like to encourage you, share it with your friends, with your family. Uh, make sure you go follow the Instagram page and also be part of the Telegram channel. Uh, we've also created a GoFundMe account mostly for the international community. Uh, so if you live abroad or if you have a family or a friend who lives abroad and wants to contribute and uh, give, uh, you can share that link of the GoFundMe account. They can go ahead and contribute uh, whatever they want to contribute. So we have that account as well, that link. In the bottom is the GoFundMe account. Outside of that, for the people that are here, uh, how we can uh, contribute to this cause is what we're looking for right now is donations, non-food material, non-food material donations. So from Monday to Saturday, the TK building office would be will be open to anyone that would want to come and drop off any kind of donations. We're looking for clothes, shoes, um, any cooking material, uh, sanitary pad, face mask, sanitizers, um, anything that the people can use. So since they are displaced, they don't have anything with them to cook with, they don't have anything to wear, any any shoes. Or, so we're accepting all of those things. So make sure you drop off all of your donations from Monday to Saturday, fifth floor, TK office. Uh, you can go to the BCDA office or any other offices. People would always be there. Another option is on Sundays, uh, we will be back at the Connection Center. I will be at the Connection Center. So before church, after church, if you'd like to drop off um, anything, uh, we will be there. So make sure you bring anything you have uh, every Sunday. Uh, outside of that, on the website, we've also uh, put our bank account information. It's the BCDA bank account information, Beza Community Development Association. Uh, so if you want to make donations locally, you can use that bank information on the website. Uh, we would also be posting reports on that website and also any other uh, social media platforms that we have created. Uh, so for you to be constantly updated how we're going to distribute and how we're helping with all the donations that we got, make sure you follow all the social media platforms. Uh, and so this is, I want to encourage everybody that this is the first step that we're taking in faith and being faithful. Uh, this is not the end. Uh, we're not only here to support our people, you know, physically. Uh, this can go further. And we know that God wants us to go further. But all we have to do is take this one step in faith and be faithful to what God has given us and to the opportunity God has presented for us. So, so far, this is what we have. Um, all the donations that come to us will be directed to World Vision and Food for the Hungry since they have a base um, in all these locations. Uh, they would be the one distributing all of these things. Uh, we will be working with them. And I want to emphasize that all of the things that we get, money, donations, all of it, 100% will be directed to the people that are in need. Uh, nothing will be uh, taken away for anything. Uh, all the 100% will be uh, given to the people that are in need. So this is what we will be doing. Um, more than this, what we 
request and encourage people is to pray, to continue to pray for our nation, to continue to pray for our people, and to pray again for our people. And as we move forward, we will be reporting and updating you on what we'll be doing next. Uh, so be stay tuned in all of our social media platforms. Thank you. All right. Praise the Lord. Um, I want to encourage everybody. Everybody can do something. Um, we've made it very easy. So you have some homework. I told you you would have some homework. I'm not going to add a single thing to what has been said. Uh, we have also, even you know, since we started preparing for this project, you know, news comes in of other troubled areas like Benshang, Gumuz, Wallega. And I think uh, for right now, we're just going to stick for now, at least this week, going to stick with Tigray because we have a plan. We have teams in place. We have clearly lines of, of, of support that what comes in here, immediately we drop it off at, at, at World Vision and Food for Hungry and they'll, they'll take it from there and they'll also report back to us how it's being used. So from start to finish, we have a tracking system. Uh, in the other regions, we don't have that system rolled out yet. And as soon as we do, we'll be working again with these, 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 uh, these, these teams that God has brought alongside. Uh, and so uh, the assignment for everybody, uh, next week, everybody, uh, when you come to church, you know, bring your Bible or bring your, your tie, but bring a bar of soap. Bring a cooking uh, pot. Bring uh, uh, clothes, shoes from children to adults. The, the, I was talking with Muna and says, what do she said? Pastor, anything that even you think I, they, they won't need this, I guarantee you they'll find use. That, that's how, how desperate the situation is now. So I told her, don't worry. And I put Hannah in touch. And I really want to appreciate Hannah. Uh, and uh, uh, so number one, if you come uh, empty-handed next Sunday, we will not let you in the building. You went to the wrong church. Okay, uh, number two, you can really help us with this. As you know, we are part of the Fikr Wangel Hibrit, the Gospel of Love Fellowship uh, network of churches across the, the country. And I've talked with uh, the leadership of Fikr Wangel. They're going to join us, and, and all of the churches in our fellowship is also going to uh, uh, participate uh, with this, with the Leso program, which will significantly multiply... And we are in the process, you know, it takes uh, big ships, it takes a long time to turn. So we're in the process of spreading the word to the, the, the whole Evangelical Church Council as well. Uh, and that's on its way. It's not there yet, it's here. But we'll continue working that. And then also pray for this as well. This is not a, a Beza Church thing. This is not even a Pente thing. This is a So thing. So means people. It's funny, we had another name for this last night. And we had prepared all of the, the, the information and everything under a different name. And about 10 p.m. last night, I was just looking over my notes and I, I told Hannah, I, don't, I, I feel instead of making it uh, uh, salam, that's what it was, uh, I, I felt let's make it leso, which means instead of for, for peace, let's make it for people. And uh, she said, but Pastor Z, we already finished. Uh, and everything is ready. It's just plug and play is ready. And I said, okay. But is there anything that, you know, just I know, please, Manam Biye, I sent her message. And then she went quiet on me. 
And you know when people go quiet on pesticides, you know, it, you know it's, it comes with the territory, but she wants less salam. So I said, okay. About 10 minutes later, she sent me, okay, Leso is finished, here's all that. She finished in 10 minutes everything. Uh, so so uh, I was so happy about that. I blessed. I came this morning in early service. Me and Ed, Edward were praying before uh, Amarinya service. And I showed him and I said, you know, this is the project. We've decided to name it Leso. Leso means for people. And he just got so emotional because he said, that's exactly, as you heard him share, what God spoke to me as well. Hallelujah. So see, one of the things that blesses. Amen. Um, uh, I, I, I said that to say, just I really sense that this is more than a good idea. I really sense this is a God idea. And it's the right time, and God is going to use his people as his hands and feet uh, to, to, to really have an impact. On this Easter season, we're going to march this all the way to our, the real Easter. <laughs> and uh, we're going to see where things are at that time. Uh, pray for us also. We're also... Uh, uh, trying to bring this to the interreligious council as well, so that it could be something that that could mobilize. You know, the, the, uh, you know, there was a survey done by some research company to say which countries are the most God-fearing in the world, and uh, the number one in the whole world uh, was Ethiopia. Like to, to say that there is there there is a God. So we believe in something. All right, so to bring this to an interreligious uh, faith meeting, that means pretty much everybody uh, can really make a difference. And you know how it is. If you're Abisha, you know how this is. Uh, we are used to getting help from abroad. That's how we've survived this long. Uh, but to really bring a healing to each other's... Uh, see, the problems from within, they cannot always be solved from the solutions from outside. Uh, when the problems from within are solved from within... When we, when we take up our own tribal issues and become a healing within that, I think that goes a long way in bringing true healing, and only God can do that because God is a God of, of the heart. And I believe this will be a great effort in this, in this regard, so pray for that. The last homework assignment I'm going to give to everybody. Are you ready? The last homework assignment. When you go to the, the website, you'll see very clear and easy to use um, a, a screenshot that says Leso. And so uh, I want you all to participate and help us. How many of you all have a Facebook account? Three of you? Okay. Well, there's this thing called Facebook uh, or any social, social media or whatever. Uh, you know, a lot of this, the, the trouble in our country has been only further accelerated by social media, by the, what, what people say, some of it true, a lot of it not true. It creates confusion, and it really troubles people. And I think we can use this platform of social media to really have a positive impact that people who see this will start to really buy into it, and we create some, uh, uh, what they call it, viral mibalo? Yeah? A, 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 a righteous viral something. Something that gives hope to people and that can be easy. So, you know, you, you all waste your time on, on social media taking pictures of yourself and Hey, just hanging out, just me, you know, you sit by a car that's not even yours and says, just chilling, it's not even your car. You know, that's what people do in Ethiopia, when they go to uh, America or somewhere, they find the best car and just pose next to it and send it back home to people who've never seen a car like that. 
You can use your social media for a lot of things. But I think God could really put his hand on this to really make some noise and really stir up some kind of... Uh, so, so I think it's the most powerful statement that came from the Lord himself. And let's really be his hands and feet to bring healing to our, our nation in this Easter season. Amen? Are we in agreement? Uh, are we in agreement? All right, let's all stand on our feet. You've all received uh, your instructions today. Let's all do our part. Um, uh, Hannah has said everything. Anything that you missed, please check the, 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 web, the website. It's very simple, clear instructions. Uh, and we will have a special military at the door next Sunday to make sure that uh, you did not come empty-handed. Um, but uh, I, think God, uh, I think God is really behind this. I'm kind of excited to see how this is going to turn, to turn out. If God is in it, it will really be a blessing. And I think it will bring a blessing to our, even our government, our leaders. Sometimes these things are beyond them. And they, they, they really uh, uh, are in over their heads sometimes. Let the people of God rise up and say, we are here. We are here for the nation. We are here to bring a, a, a peace that, that comes from a conviction that we believe that our God is good and our God loves everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Before we close, if there's somebody in here who has never accepted Jesus on this Easter Sunday, we don't want to close service without giving you an opportunity to respond. Uh, uh, it's promised to man once to die and then the judgment. That's what the scriptures say. So either, either he's coming for us or we're going to him. There will come a, a moment where life in this world as we know it comes to an end. And at that point, the only thing that matters is not how much we have, how much we have done. Uh, all of our accomplishments, everything that we spend our, uh, you know, waking hours pursuing, it matters nothing at that moment. At that moment, the only thing that matters is what we've done with this person, Jesus. Jesus came to ensure that we would have eternal life, which not only means, you know, uh, going to heaven someday, but we can enjoy his presence and uh, enjoy what it means to be part of his family. Uh, and I, I think it would on this Easter Sunday it would not be right to just let you go if you are here today and you say pastor that's me I want to accept Jesus today I want to make sure that this thing is right seal the deal once and for all if you say pastor that's me just raise your hand wherever you are and we'll pray for you you'll become a member of the family of God we'll welcome you into into this fellowship with Jesus just lift your hand wherever you are and we'll pray for you on this Easter morning Praise the Lord. All right, I don't see any hands. Praise the Lord. That's, that's good. Now, uh, if, you, if you are embarrassed to put your hand in a group like this, that happens sometimes. Feel free to come forward after service. We'll pray for you. The rest of you, uh, we're not even going to pray for you. You've received marching orders. You become the answer to your own prayer this week. Amen. Go to the website, help spread the news, change your profile, get rid of that car. Come on, eh? just put something that can really uh, get some traction and let's, let's make some noise and let God put his hand on it and let's do something uh, that, that can really be, a, be a, of impact in our continent. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for coming for us. Thank you for Easter. Thank you for rising on the third day. 
and thank you for ascending to the right hand of the Father. Thank you, Father God, that you have made arrangements for us to even be seated with you right there, right now. We don't take these things for granted. You went a long way and reached into a lot of mess to rescue us. We're grateful today. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor. And uh, you've seen what we're doing here, Father God. And I just thank you that you've given us this plan. I thank you for all the people who is partnering with us. I thank you for the way you've just brought all these things together. It all started in prayer. It started with just an idea. One thing led to another. Father, we give you the praise. And I pray this would be just your very hands and feet marching across this nation, bringing healing and bringing more than a gift, but bringing hope, like Edward said. We give you the praise. We ask your blessing, Father God, on this project. Do what only you can do through these efforts. It may be the start of something special. I bless your people this week, Father God. Give us a blessed week in your presence, Father God. I thank you for your continued help, Father God. Pray your protection on all the people who are uh, been exposed and have tested positive, Father God, and those who are suffering that we know and that we don't know, Father God. I just pray you continue your divine hand of protection on so many, Father God. And we just pray your help for those who are struggling right now. Let your hand be extended. And we thank you that you do what we cannot do, Father God. We trust you in these things. To you belong all the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Thank you.